Hello there, this is Elena Silverwing, and I'm going to write, read you a poem about rape, and we're going to talk about Billy Mulligan, who had supposedly had ten personalities, but actually he ended up with four, 24 personalities, most of them undesirables. Anyway, let's go to the poem first I found. Okay. It's uh, by a girl named Toxic Yeti. She was a Tibetan girl. It says this. I was threatened with ta tantric rape online. I refuse to be a statistic. I refuse to be a survivor. I refuse... I want to be a survivor. I refuse to be a survivor. I need to thrive through this. I find why am I on this plan to stop this from happening to someone else? Not enlightenment, I know. It's a sad fact that I am still a statistic as much as more than that I am a human. And this is what this says here is... Um, Tantra is the Buddhist sex art, and rape is sex without your permission. The predator that I met talked to me, threatened me with ta tantric rape. It's basically rape with tantra, and, um, let's see if I can get this website. Uh... I'll look up the statistics of rape, how often rape happens. Okay. Often does rape. I'm just uh, getting this little mother. I'm just looking on the thing, and I just read the poem by Toxic Yeti. She only goes by that because of that guy who threatened her with that. And how often does rape happen? Rape. Occur. Okay, this is what's going to say. Okay, how often rape happens? I'm going to go with the U.S. statistics. How often? About every one in six women have been the victim of an attempted or completed rape in her lifetime. Fourteen 
2.8% completed, 2.8% attempted, about 3% of men, 1 in 33, have experienced attempted or complete rape in their lifetime. And uh, this is going to go into, this has nothing to do with, uh, then I'm going to talk to you about, um, in a later episode about tantric uh, sex slaves, which is actually true. I might just throw that in there later after Billy Mulligan. Anyway, let's see what Billy Mulligan did. Billy... Mulligan. Okay, here he is. I think this is a fart head. Okay, publicized quote. Billy Stanley Mulligan, born Valentine's Day, 1955, just a year after my mother was born, to December 12th. 2014, a.k.a. the campus rapist, was the American who was the subject of highly publicized court case in Ohio in the late 70s, having committed several felonies, including armed robbery. He was arrested for three rapes on campus of Ohio State University. That's a bastard. In the course of preparing for his defense, psychologists diagnosed him with multiple personality disorder, later reclassified as DID or dissociative personality disorder. His lawyers pled insanity, claiming that he is. Two of his alternate personalities committed the crime when Mulligan being aware of it. It was he was first diagnosed with DID to raise such a defense and was acquitted for the crimes for this reason and spending decade in mental hospitals. He was publicized by Daniel Kale's award-winning non-fiction novel, The Mind of Minds of Millie, Billy Mulligan. Early life, Billy Mulligan was born on, uh, I said, uh, Valentine's Day, 1955, in Miami Beach. By Dorothy Stans and uh, Johnny Morrison. Dorothy grew up in uh, Ohio farm and lived in Lancaster with her first husband. They ever divorced. Eventually, Dorothy moved to the Miami area where she was a singer. Something I want to do, actually, try to sing or create music. There she met Johnny Morrison. Dorothy and Morrison had two other children, a son, Jim, 
a daughter, Kathy Morrison, struggled with fatherhood, according to Danielle, meaning the medical expenses overwhelmed Johnny. He borrowed and more gambled and drank more. He was hospitalized for acute alcoholism, depression in 1958. In what appeared to be a suicide attempt by, according to Keyes, Dorothy found him slumped over the table, over the from uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. Dorothy took her two, took her children, moved away from Miami and eventually to Lancaster where she remarried with her ex-husband. The marriage lasted a year. She met Selmer Mulligan. This guy is a real fuck-off. Well, I'm going to tell you what he did. Chalmers' wife, Beatrice, divorced. First wife divorced him on grounds of neglect. He had a daughter named Shella, same age as Billy, another daughter who's a nurse. His latest child was abused, blamed for and uh, for abusing Billy, and supposedly, now this is not meant for fucking children to listen to. If you're going to be a child, you're not going to listen to this. This is too disturbing. He was raped, beaten in a farm, and was... um, Forced to dig a grave, and he dug the grave, and was buried alive with an iron mask, and was more or less had a tube put down his throat, and Chalmer tinkled into his mouth. A form of waterboarding, I would assume. Okay, I'm sorry to bring out the gory shit. But that's what what happened to Billy. In 75, Mulligan was imprisoned in Lebanon Correctional Institution in Ohio for the rape of robbery. He was raised on... Parole. Mulligan was arrested for raping three women in Ohio State University campus. He was identified by one of his victims for exiting the police mugshot of suspected sex offenders and was fingerprinted lifted from a victim's car since he used a gun in the crime and guns were found in each of his residence in search of his residence 
He violated his parole as well and was indicted for three counts of kidnapping, three counts of aggravated robbery, and three counts, four counts of rape. Where does the fourth one come from? They said three. He stayed in Ohio State Penitentiary. Case Pen preparing his defense, he overwhelmed the psychological he overwhelmed a psychological examination by Dr. Willis C. Driscoll and was diagnosed With acute schizophrenia. I didn't know that. He was then explained by Dorothy Turner of the Mental Health Center in Columbus, Ohio, during the examination that Mulligan suffered from dissociative identity disorder. I'll tell you what that is in a minute. Mulligan's public defenders, Gary Skarovich and Judy Stevenson, pleaded for an insanity uh, case, but he was committed until such time he was regained his sanity. He was sent to the series of mental hospitals such as Athens State Mental Hospital, where he spent his report, whereby his report he received very little help. While in these hospitals, Mulligan reported having 10 different personalities. That I said in the beginning, before I wrote the po read the poem by Toxic Yeti. Not that she was a victim of his shiznit. These ten personalities were only known as the prime and proper Englishmen who were expert in science and hematology. Okay. Still going here. And then there was another 14 additional personalities labeled the undesirables were discovered among the first 10 author, artist, text file, Yugoslav communist, uh, who Mulligan claimed had committed the robberies, lesbian who shot an invert who cooked her, cooked for her personalities and craved affection, oh boy, he's really whacked out, release, after, this is just the year before I was born, 1998, 1988 I mean, after a decade in mental hospitals and discharge, Ohio State Mental Health System and Ohio Courts in 
California. In the Stormy Life Productions, where the old Stormy Life Productions had made short films, which apparently were never made, he lived his location thereafter. Okay. His location thereafter remained a long time unknown. His acquaintances having lost contact, death, he died of cancer. A very slow, painful death. The fucking bastard actually deserved it. In a nursing home in Columbus, Ohio on December 12th. 2014, he was 50, 59. No love lost there, folks. And I'll tell you what DID is, Dissociative Personality Disorder. It's basically something similar to post-traumatic stress disorder, but includes post-traumatic stress disorder and personality disorders Depression, substance abuse, conversation disorders, somatic symptom disorder, eating disorders, obsessive compulsive behavior, I have that. Sleep disorders, I have that. Self-harm, no. Flashbacks, yes. Anxiety disorders, and I did have the darkies or the suicide, but that's beside the point. DID is associated with overwhelming traumas of abuse during childhood, about 90 cases of a history of abuse of childhood, while other cases are linked to experiences of war. Ironic. Genetic and biological factors have also been believed to play a role. Diagnosis should be made... If not, the person's condition better accounted for by substance abuse, seizures, and mental health. Imaginative play in children and religious practices. Okay. Treatment generally involves supportive care and psychotherapy. We've DID is is those six times more often in females and males. This number recorded significantly in the twentieth century. DID is controversial with psychiatry and is usually used as a insanity defense. It's unclear whether increased risk of um, as such mass betrayals presenting symptoms Depending on culture, for example, identities taking form of deities, ghosts, mythical creatures, where normative possession, oh, so they would think they'd be possessed, 
Possession form of dissociative is involuntary and distressing and occurs in ways that violates cultural or religious norms. And I already told you what the symptoms are, amnesia and comorbid disorders. That's what I also have with PTSD, comorbid PTSD. Borderline, I never had that, but I don't want it. So that is that part. Now I'm going to talk about I this other side. I was a... Hopefully this side is still up. Okay, I was a, there we go. I was a tantric sent by the independent. I was a, for years, this still is dealing with rape. Was a consort for a senior Tibetan monk. She was threatened with death if she broke her vow of secrecy. That enlightenment could be like that. Okay. Okay, I'm just getting out of that. Feet or clay was the different... No, it wasn't different part of the anatomy. It was all too fleshy experience. Which caused trouble, I suppose you don't expect tantric sex to be straightforward activity, but then again, sex isn't really what you expect. When you become celibate nun. Okay, it was said that June Campbell began her lecture. This is tantric rape, we're going back to this. Second time she became to talk about Buddhist and there's other stuff. Okay, that is about all I can read about that. What the hell? Don't need to read that. So that is basically what this little ditty is about. Next week we will work on Stella Nickel and the Washington poisonings. I don't know if it was in... Uh, I don't know, Seattle or otherwise, but we'll talk about that next week.